Hi, I'm Mary Lou Henner, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 586 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, we have the honor of having Mary Lou Henner joining us. Now, of course, she was in Taxi. She was in Evening Shade. She was on Dancing with the Stars. She was on Johnny Dangerously. And on Sunday, March 6th, she will be performing her one-woman show. And it's uh, she's going to be singing and having memories and everything else. It's at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California. And that is March 6th at 5 p.m. Get your tickets for it. It's going to sell out fast. So uh, it's going to be a great show. And we're going to be talking with Mary Lou Henner coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. So uh, can't wait for that. And, of course, uh, we want you to download as many episodes of On Screen and Beyond as you can because um, we appreciate it. It helps us get more people on the show, like Mary Lou. And uh, also, it's, uh, you know, just uh, tell your friends about On Screen and Beyond. Get the word out. And we are just rising up in the numbers of people downloading and everything. And we appreciate it so much. It really does help us. And uh, also, uh, we have more and more guests coming your way. I've been uh, all week long. I've had, uh, you know, three interviews with people this week. And uh, it's just uh, just going to have some great shows coming up in the next uh, few weeks and months. And uh, just uh, can't wait for it. So, uh, you know, uh, if you could, uh, like I said, go down to onscreenandbeyond.com or over to any of the providers of uh, where you can get On Screen and Beyond, the podcast, and you can uh, check us out also on Instagram, and we are on Twitter. What do you say? I think it's time. Let's get into Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness, well, it looks like another Stephen King short story is going to be remade into a big screen film. Boogeyman starts filming next month. And a Swedish film called A Man Called Ovi will be remade and retitled to A Man Called Otto. And it's going to be starring Tom Hanks, and it's a comedy. And the reboot remake of the story of Batman, The Batman is going to be starring Robert Pattinson, of course, and it'll be arriving on March 4th, so not much time before that gets here. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we'll find out what's coming away as far as upcoming new movies. Sequel City, well, Jason Momoa has joined the cast of Fast and Furious 10, and he will join Vin Diesel and Ludacris in the film. The latest Scream will be getting a sequel, and the word is the same writers and directors will be returning on that one. And Meg 2 has begun filming with Jason Statham. And that is it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, why don't we head down and find out what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. (laughs) 
This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. TV on DVD, it looks like Dexter, New Blood, will be hitting Blu-ray and DVD on March 22nd. And on March 8th, you can look for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the complete series, as it comes to Blu-ray and DVD. And on February 15th, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers Season 1 will be landing on Blu-ray. And that's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, why don't we take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies coming your way on DVD, right here on On Screen and Beyond. American Underdog with Zachary Levy and Anna Paquin and Dennis Quaid releases to DVD and Blu-ray on February 22nd. Eternals, the feature film with Angelina Jolie and Selma Hayek, lands on DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K on February 15th. And you can look for James Bond, the Daniel Craig 5 film collection, as it lands on DVD and on 4K on March 1st. And that's it for movies coming your way on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it is TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, well, a Grease prequel is in the works at Paramount Plus as they will be doing a 10-part series set in 1954, and they'll be following the Pink Ladies. It will be called Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. Chapelweight, the epic show based on Stephen King's short story, has been renewed for another season. And speaking of Stephen King... His book, Billy Summers, will also be made into a miniseries. He's, uh, Stephen King is just, things are just c- continually coming with his writings. And Yellowstone has been renewed for a fifth season. No big surprise there. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have Mary Lou Henner joining us right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, we have a very special guest joining us who is known for so many roles. She has been in 68 films, including The Cannonball Run 2, Johnny Dangerously, and The L.A. Story, and TV shows including Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Dancing with the Stars, The Apprentice, for years on Evening Shade and Taxi, and most recently in Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries. She has appeared in seven Broadway shows, including Chicago, and as the original Marty in Greece, she is a five-time Golden Globe nominee and a best-selling author of ten books. On Sunday, March 6th at 5 p.m., she will be performing her one-woman show, Looking Back, Moving Forward, at the Arinda Theater in Arinda, California, in the Bay Area. It's Mary Lou Henner. Mary Lou, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. 
Hi, thank you so much for inviting me. I love talking to people and meeting new people, and I love the idea of going to Orinda. It's such a beautiful theater. So I'm excited to uh, share my stories and memories and, you know, of some good times with uh, the audience there. Well, let's since you've mentioned that right to start, we'll, we will get right into that. Uh, the, the show of uh, Looking Back, Moving Forward, uh, from what I've read on it, it's not your typical just singing, and I, and I don't mean anything bad about just singing, but, but it's not your just <laughs> singing uh, songs. It, it sounds like you, you're doing a lot of interacting. Is that correct? Well, I do some interacting with the audience. I have a very unusual memory called HSAM, Highly Superior Autobiographical Memory. So there's a point in the show where people have given me a date, and I'll tell them what day of the week it was, what I was doing on that day, and what song was popular then, and sing a couple of bars of the song. So it's a lot of fun <laughs> to interact that way. Huh. So w- people going to this show, what can they expect? I'm sure it's going to be a sellout crowd. There's no doubt about that. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> it's always nice when there's a lot of people in the audience. Um, well, I, I take them through a musical journey of my life because I had a very unusual upbringing, and my journey into show business was quite, you know, <laughs> it was very unusual. And um, it just I do a song about taxi. I do a song about my three husbands. I do a song about my kids. You know, I show some videos, a montage and stuff like that, and talk about some of the bigger things that I've done in my career. And, uh, you know, I, I, people have really loved it. I've gotten to do it 28 times during the pandemic. So I'm very excited. And each show is a little bit different because the audience is a little different. And some of the numbers I take out and put other ones in. So you just never know what you're going to get, <laughs> but it's great. Yeah. It's, I, it's really fun. I love doing it. I keep telling everybody it's my favorite thing I've done since Taxi. Wow. Yeah. And now, this at Arinda, anyways, it's a very intimate setting. Um, I mean, you know, you're right. It's, it's not like you're in a stadium or anything like that. I mean, it is very, very intimate. So I, I... Oh, my gosh. I better wear the right outfit then. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not one that only looks good on stage. One that looks good up close. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's really nice. It's a beautiful theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, you know, the, the, the people are right there. And, and they, you know, it, it's just all, it's like you're one. <laughs> it's just... Oh, cool. I love that. So... Uh, have you been doing this show long? I've been doing versions of it for a few years, but it really came together last summer in Bucks County because I got to do it for three weeks. I got a three-week sit-down at Bucks County, and I put in all these other new numbers, and they wanted to sell drinks at intermission, so it was a longer show, and I had dancers and everything else. So I'm doing I've, – I've done – the show is very modular in that depending on the size of the house and the closeness of the audience – you know, I can do different things. The size of the stage actually determines it more than anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that sort of determines what what numbers, production numbers, et cetera, I put into the show. So, uh, so yeah, I've been doing it a few years, but it, it, the, the latest iteration, I'm always adding and subtracting things. So I put in a new number just a few weeks ago. Ah, so, so it's not it, 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 if people saw you a couple of years ago, they're not going to see the same show. It's totally. Oh, no, not at all. No, no, no. It's ever changing because we're all ever changing, mm-hmm. you know. So, it's yeah, yeah, which is great. And I've added so many visual things to this show. So and Arinda's going to get a lot of original pictures and stories and things. So that's great. When you came up with this idea, 
uh, were there certain songs that you were thinking of doing, or did you just? Well, I've done having done the seven Broadway shows, as, as I said. But it's funny because I've done now seventy three movies because oh. I've just done five recently since the since the um, the information ah. is out. You know, since the information you read. Um, so uh, there are some songs that I knew I would sing because I've done these Broadway shows and I sang them. I sang the songs in the shows. So I knew I would do that. And uh, some of the songs go with this. I mean, every single song means something. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, I knew I knew basically which songs I wanted to sing or some of the songs. But my brother, Lauren, who's a school teacher, I mean, he writes original material for me. So he wrote this incredible song about H-Sam, I, you know, about the my memory. Uh-huh. So, yeah. and I twist things around and it's, it's just so much fun. I, I cannot wait to get up there and do it again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. And, and I'm sure, you know, the people are going to just be so excited to, to, you know, get out <laughs> and see you. you know? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Oh yes. yeah. Everybody yeah. says that they really enjoy it. So that's good. Yeah. Were you always a singer? I mean, we we know you for you know Taxi. At least I do. You know, and Evening Shade. Oh, I sang and... a bunch of times on Taxi. I sang a whole bunch of times on Taxi. Oh yeah, I've always been a singer since since I was little. In fact, my you know one of my earliest memories was being on stage at two and a half years old and singing. And you know, just I I, I grew up in a dancing school, so I tell stories about that and about my first Broadway shows and and that. And so yeah, I've always. I've been singing and dancing my whole life. Yeah. Did, did you know when you were young that this is what you wanted to do, acting oh, yeah, and everything? Oh, yeah, definitely. In fact, in sixth grade, Sister Florence, um, on Tuesdays after school, they had nun club. And all the girls used to stay, and I'd go home with the boys. You know, like, and even Sister Florence said, yeah, you're not staying. You're going to be in show business. <laughs> I thought, yep, I am. <laughs> <laughs> now... You're an actress, you're a producer, you're a singer, you're an author, you're a TV host. Is there anything you can't do? I mean, <laughs> ah, oh, that's funny you ask me. Whenever my, my answer, and and truthfully and rightfully so, you don't want me on your team in Pictionary. I'm not an <laughs> artist at all. I can do hair and makeup. I did all the hair and makeup for my kids' school plays. Um, even when the kids weren't there, I did 21 productions um, at their grade school and high school. But you don't, you know, I'm not an artist at all. Hmm. So, and I don't type very quickly. <laughs> so, now, you mentioned about your, your memory. I mean, you can remember everything like that. It's, it's I mean, I, I can't yeah. remember, you know, we go to McDonald's and, you know, and uh, we're in line. We get to the, the little speaker and uh, everybody's told me what they want. And then when I get to the speaker, I say, okay, what did you want? <laughs> you know, I, no, well, that's because you're eating McDonald's. That's well, why. no, I, I yeah. use that example. I really don't go there. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't eat meat or dairy, so I think it has something to do with a good memory. No, I don't know. I was born with something unusual. They've taken um, 300 measurements of my brain. They wired me, put me through an MRI, took these measurements, and they found nine areas 10 times larger than the normal brain. Wow. So I definitely have something structural, you know, um, physical uh, that's different. Um that's physically different than most people, but it's also been a question of uh, nurture because I loved having an unusual memory as a child. So it's something I exercised all the time as well. Hmm. 
Jeez, that that's interesting. It's, it's now. Yeah. Is it a? Do you feel it's a curse or or it's? No, a, <laughs> people. That's always one of the questions people ask me, and I always say it's a it's a blessing for me. Always, it's only a curse for my husband, which is why I'm on my third and final. <laughs> <laughs> so if he does anything, you remember it. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you started out and you knew you wanted to be an actress, and how did you come about to develop that? Well, my family, I tell this story in my show, my family had a dancing school. We had 200 students between the ages of 2 and 80, including the nuns who came over for stretch classes from the Catholic school next door. And my mother, you know, we were very close to the Catholic church because we were the cultural center of the neighborhood. And my mother also ran a beauty shop out of our kitchen with 25 women from the neighborhood who used to come over for cuts and perms. And the kitchen was set up like a salon. The, the refrigerator was in the basement, and in its place was a blue hair drying chair. So, you know, and then my uncle lived upstairs. I tell this whole story about growing up this unusual way. But what happened was we, because of the dancing school, we got involved in community theater. Because schools would, you know, colleges or community theaters or social centers or whatever, they'd call the house and say, you know, we need kids for the King and I. We need kids for South Pacific. We need kids for Richard III, you know, things like that. So the, the dancing school was always kind of supplying them. And I always knew I wanted to do this. And then when I was 15, I did a production of The Boyfriend in Chicago at Hull House. And one of the guys that I was in the, you know, one of the guys who was also in the course with me. Well, we weren't in the course. We had, you know, names and songs and stuff. But anyway, so he was in the show with me. He's 10 years older really great guy. We became friends. And he called me up two years later and said, Henner, I've written the show. It may never get off the ground. We're going to perform it in a converted trolley barn. I wrote it about the kids I went to high school with, and it's called Grease. Hmm. So I did the original production of Grease in Chicago. And when the show went to Broadway, some of us were invited to come and audition for it, but I didn't think it was going to be a hit. So I went off to college to the University of Chicago. And then when the national company came up, Jim called me and he said he saved the part for me, but I had to fly to New York that day, and then I did, and then I got the part. Wow. So that's what started me in my career. Yeah. Now, what I'm trying to think is, was Jeff Conaway part of the original Grease? Yeah, he was in the original uh, National Company with me. He was playing Danny. Jerry Zaks, who just, he's directing, you know, uh, he's about to open in uh, Music Man. He's... Um, he was playing Kanicki and Judy Kay, who's one of Brazilian Tonys. She was playing Rizzo. Johnny Travolta was playing Duty and rehearsing with us for the London Company was Richard Gere, who was going to play Danny in the London Company. Hmm. Wow. So, yeah. So that's what started me. That's what gave me my equity card. Yeah. So, so yeah. you actually worked with Jeff before Taxi. Before, oh yeah, many years before. Yeah. Well, not many years. It seems like many years when you're, you know, right. in your uh, twenty. But yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. So. So so did you know each other well? I mean, were you were you friends? Yeah. I mean, not well, like in that biblical sense, but we knew each other well. Yeah, we were friends. Yeah. We were friends. No, I adored Jeff. He was like a he was like a brother. So and, I was excited when we, you know, got to work together in Taxi again. Right. Yeah. How did that mm -hmm. come about, Taxi? Did, did, was it uh, Well, I came out to New York. I, I came out to L.A. I, screen test, I, I auditioned for a film in New York, and, got, and uh, they flew me out to Los Angeles for a screen test, and I got it. It was a film called Blood Brothers. And then I thought, oh, I'll stick around for a little while. 
And then I met a casting director named Joel Thurm, who was just such a doll. And he said, you know, uh, he liked me and he kept bringing me in for taxi, even though I was completely wrong for the original concept. They wanted me, I was 25 and they wanted me to have an 18 year old, uh, 16 year old daughter, which is biologically impossible. <laughs> but they kept bringing me back. And then he kept saying to the producers, you know, I'm telling you, this is the girl. She can go toe to toe with the guys. You believe her as an art person, yet you believe that she could hang out with them. And, and really, you know, so anyway, then they changed it and gave me two little kids. Hmm. You know, so. I mean, I, w- I watched Taxi religiously all the time when it was on originally. But, uh, you know, today I was looking back at the people who were in it. Danny DeVito, Christopher mm-hmm. Lloyd, Tony Danza, Judd Hirsch, yeah. Andy Kaufman, Jeff That's Conway, Rhea Perlman. Yeah. It's like, that is an incredible cast. Everybody... Just, I know. I mean, it just blows me away thinking of, you know, and you, of course, too. Not, I mean, I didn't, not leaving you out. But it's just. No, thank that you. Was incredible. No, but I mean, I, yeah, but, and then we also had guest stars like Tom Hanks and, and uh, you know, uh, Tom Selleck and Ruth Gordon and yeah. so many people. Yeah. I, I mean, and how was it? Uh, you know, was it a close cast or? Oh, my gosh. We're still close. In fact, we're about to do our 14th Zoom since the pandemic started, because I organize these Zooms every two months for all of us to get on. And we get on there for like two and a half hours. And I just saw Danny last week, two nights in a row for dinner. And he was, um, because we just did a movie together. I was just in New Orleans last week to do a big dis- new Disney film. Wow. So, and he's in it. I'm just doing a cameo, but he's he's like one of the stars of it. And uh, he, they're popping in different cameos with different people. Yeah. So, what is Danny like? Oh, Danny was like the Yoda of the group. He, he, our rooms were always next door to each other, so he was like the big confidant. He's fantastic. He's sexy and funny and just brilliant, brilliant actor. Mm-hmm. So he's great. What yeah. about Christopher Lloyd? Well, quiet. He's very quiet, but when he comes up with something, you just cannot believe it. And he listens. He's a great listener. He's a brilliant actor. He came on as a guest star, and then, you know, all of a sudden... He, he, his character was so original, so unusual that they said he's got to become a regular. So the second season, he became a regular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. it, it's funny mm-hmm. though that that you know, like you said, he's very quiet. And, and and a lot of actors I've spoken with have said that they were like that. They're they're not really yeah. as outgoing going as we think they are. You as know? you expect, yeah, yeah, it's true. Wow, yeah. What what about John Hirsch? Oh, Jed was incredibly generous i mean he was you know he had already been on the show del vecchio and it was judd hirsch in taxi but you never he never pulled a star rank he never said i don't have enough lines he never he was very generous and it really it was his graciousness that made it such a true ensemble mm. you know yeah and and, yeah. and andy kaufman he he cracked me up when he, when he, oh yeah he, one of a kind yeah yeah <laughs> i know was he Just great was he as funny as as we saw him oh no not i mean he was he was like a good sweet person boy next door from great neck you know long island and he was uh he too was a a bit quiet but we he loved he loved to sing and dance so we were always like singing and dancing he considered himself a song and dance man and to this day he's like the most brilliant elvis if you ever see him on youtube Mm -hmm. yeah i've seen that yeah yeah wow now then i mean People would, any actor would love to have been 
like you on Taxi for all those years that it was on. And, and of course, a year of Taxi is not like a year of any show now where there's eight episodes. I mean, you you worked a lot of episodes every year. Yeah, for sure. um, But then you move on, and you go on Evening Shade. Uh, Mm -hmm. A few years later. Yeah, a few years later. Taxi rep, yeah. But it's like... Yeah, and then that was four seasons, and I got to work... That was the fifth time I had worked with Bert, because Bert and I met years before I did Evening Shade, and the night we met... He called me up and he said, I want you to come down to Burt Reynolds Dinner Theater. We met on the film The Man Who Loved Women with Blake Edwards, you know, mm-hmm. directed by Blake Edwards. Also, Julie Andrews was in it, Kim Basinger, a bunch of other people. And so he said, you know, I want, he said, I want you to come down to my dinner theater. And I also want you to be in Cannonball Run 2. And then I worked with him on another project, which was a redo of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. And then he called me and asked me to play his wife on Evening Shade. So I had worked with him five times. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I presume you were very close. Very close. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Wonderful man. Wonderful. Still can't believe he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Now on Cannonball, his Run, birthday soon. But, his sorry. birthday was uh, is February, his birthday is soon. I don't know when this is going to air, but February eleventh. Oh, okay. So yeah, could have been his birthday. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and on Cannonball Run. You worked with somebody that I've actually had a chance to work with. I did. Uh, I directed a, a animated movie, and uh, Dom DeLuise was was mm. in it. And you, you did you have you know a lot to do with Dom? In, in oh gosh, yes. Every day we were like our characters were paired up, you know, and yeah. we were in the desert. Oh my gosh, in uh, outside of Tucson in July, so it was like 117 degrees. We would go, Shirley and I would go to hair and makeup at like 2 in the morning. We had to leave by 4 because they pulled the plug at 1 because it got to be too hot. So everybody used to hang out. And the great part about that experience was not only did I get to work with Bert again and Dom and Shirley, whom I've always adored, but we also, the whole Rat Pack was there. So we'd hang out in the afternoon. They came for a week, and there was Sammy Davis Jr. and, you know, Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra for a day and, and then, of course, Tony Danza did a small part in it and a lot of other people. So it was, like, pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for yeah. sure. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, I mean, you've worked with so many great actors and actresses and people that, you know, I mean, most of us are are in awe of. Uh, Has there ever been anybody that you've worked with that you were starstruck? Uh, not so much worked with, but I, the most I, I've got two, two, com, two, two people, you know, three people actually. Um, okay, so when I was on Broadway, it was over here. It was my first Broadway show, and our company performed at the Tonys in Patty Andrews' dressing room because it was with the the uh, Andrews sisters. Patty Andrews said, "Come here. Do you want to meet Betty Davis?" Oh, so geez. I got to meet Betty Davis, wow. and she was amazing. So she had always been, my mother was the kind of mom who made us take naps after school so we could stay up and watch the late show with her. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Um, she wanted to, we were brought up on old movies, so I knew all the greats that way. And then um, I was at an event one night, and all of a sudden I see Sean Connery and Gregory Peck walking toward me, and I thought, oh my gosh, my two idols. And they came up and introduced themselves to me and said they were big friends of fans of Taxi. And I couldn't believe it. <laughs> wow. That was pretty awestruck, yeah. Yeah, I, could, I would say so. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Wow, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. And like, like I said, Dom, uh, having worked with him, he was such a nice guy. He was just... Oh, yeah, such a character. Oh, yeah. He, so funny. <laughs> he really gets into character for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, this is going to reveal something about me, uh, but one of the funniest movies that I think was ever made, and you were in, was Johnny Dangerously. Uh, oh, my God. That show gets gets so much more love now than it did when it came out. It was people love that movie. Yeah, it, it people just, have stopped me. People all the time talk about that film. Yeah. Actually, I talk about it in the movie and in my show. Oh, in yeah. fact, the, the the opening song I sing, I'm not. Good, I'm if I do this one, um, is from Johnny Dangerously. So, to, it's from the credits, the mm. Cole Porter song. Let's misbehave. Yeah, that that show, yeah. that movie just cracked me. I mean, I was crying when I watched that movie. I thought I it was know. so funny, but it never really got. I don't. I don't feel that it ever got what it deserved. Yeah, it never got its due, not when it came out. You know, I always say, you know you had a great time on a shoot when the uh, rap party is 24 hours long and the director is wearing a dog collar. (laughs) (laughs) We had such a blast on that film. It was great. That sounds like we don't even want to hear about that party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's great. (laughs) Wow. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. Evening Shade, uh, Bert (laughs) wanted you for that, there was no doubt, right? Right. Yeah, just offered it to me. Yeah, and and there again, another cast. Amazing cast. Yeah. I mean, Hal Holbrook playing my father, Elizabeth Ashley playing my aunt, Michael Jeter playing the assistant coach, Charlie, uh, um, Charlie, uh, yeah, Charlie Durning, Charles Durning mm-hmm. playing the doctor. His wife is played by Ann Wedgworth. Uh, Ossie Davis ran the restaurant. I mean, so many great people. It was like a master class every single day. Oh yeah, just fantastic. Now. I- I got the feeling from that show that it was like Bert wanted his friends around him for this show to make this show. Is that is is that correct? Or yeah, well, I mean, Bert, you know, Bert was in the business a long time at that point too, and so yeah, he wanted the people that he knew could play those parts, and he wanted to work with his friends, and he just felt like we could deliver a great show, and we did. Oh yeah, no, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so so there was no auditioning for this. He just said, "Mary Lou, yeah. <laughs> you you are yeah, here. please Lou. join us." <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I went in to meet him and uh, you know and uh, um, Linda Bloodworth, and he had already cast a lot of the other people, and so I called my agent from the car and I said, "Don't blow this over money." <laughs> so. <laughs> But they were very generous, so they didn't have to. I didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, and here you are. You're now on uh, Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries. Uh, yes, we have a new one coming February 20th. Uh, it's our 18th. And I just done, I've done nine movies during the pandemic. Five of them were Aurora Tea Gardens. So um, 
He's been very busy with that show, uh, that movie, that franchise. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so it's just, um, it's such a special group of people. I like turning any group of, of people into a family. And so whether it was the Grease, Grease family or the Taxi family or Evening Shade or Chicago, the Broadway show, or, you know, now Aurora Tea Garden family, I love families. Mm, yeah. yeah. Now, I felt that you got ripped off on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I do a song about that. So that's okay. <laughs> but but yeah. how, how was that? I mean, it, it's, uh, is it grueling to do that? It's pretty grueling because you don't really get a day off unless you demand one. Um, and, uh, you know, it was an interesting experience, but I was grateful for staying on so long. And, and uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't what I expected, but it was, I'm still glad I did it. Yeah. Was it a lot? Of- I think it all depends on who your partner is. Well, yeah, that's, you know? that's true, yeah. Uh, but was it, um, you know, as intense as, were you practicing? Oh, it's intense. It's intense. I mean, and I, because of Derek's schedule, we, he could only rehearse with me between, he was doing hairspray at the same time. So we could only rehearse seven to nine in the morning and then seven to nine in the evening. So I was rehearsing. I'd wake up at like five o'clock and start icing my feet and warming up my calves. You know, I'd have heat. I'd be in my kitchen on this like um, sort of couch thing in my kitchen and I'd be literally ice and heat. That's grueling. It's grueling. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Now, had you had ballroom dancing experience? Because you, you know, had, no, had, no ballroom. You know, tap ballet and jazz, but no ballroom. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. was it difficult to learn? Yeah, it's different. It's you're using a different set of muscles. So, you know, I think it always it depends on the partner. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Did now a lot of people they say they get on that show and they 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 lose weight and everything else is, is was it that intense that you were you know yeah i i you know i lost weight i mean i you know you can't talk about numbers anymore but let's right let's I'm not, i don't I, want to get I in trouble <laughs> no i know i know that's what happens why are you talking about um yeah i mean because you're you're you know you have to eat a certain way in order to sustain your energy but you also don't want to feel full at any time mm. so yeah, but I, it's not. Um, that's intense. Wow. <laughs> intense. Yeah. And uh, now you were also uh, fired by the president <laughs> on, on mm-hmm. The Apprentice, right? Uh, twice. Twice. Yeah, I did a Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, that's I, right. I did Celebrity Apprentice twice. I did Celebrity Apprentice the first one, and then I did the All Star Celebrity Apprentice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, how was that working with with the different celebrities? Oh, I had a blast on that. I mean, that's that's intense in a different way. I like the mental strategy, you know, the strategizing, um, and it suits my energy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I had a good time. I I really I have some lifelong friends from that. So, yeah. you know, hmm. was, yeah. You were also did uh, five. He's episodes. a little weird, but <laughs> what? You were also uh, did five episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine. We we actually did. Yeah, have... that was funny because they had me come in, and I did one scene, and then they said, "Will you come back?" We're we're talking about having you do, you know, recurring for a few episodes because you and and Joe have such a good chemistry, and we just like laughed and had so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, Dirk yeah. Blocker was actually uh, we had him as a guest on the show here. So, um, hmm. yeah. So now, with all the different things you've done, movies and TV, uh, is there any one show or movie that, uh, or or couple, whatever, uh, that is really closest to your heart of all the things you've done? Mm. Well, Taxi will always be like my first love because it was five years of my life at a crucial time. My mother had just passed away, you know, and I'm still super close to everybody. And so that was a very special experience. So there's Taxi. But the character that is most like me of all the characters I've ever played is the character of Belinda in Noises Off. And that's another film that never got its due, but it becomes sort of a cult favorite. I mean, that was with Michael Caine, Carol Burnett, John Ritter, Christopher Reeve, uh, Julie Haggerty, Marklin Baker, Denholm Elliott, Nicolette Sheridan, you know, was a great group, directed by Peter Bogdanovich. And I loved doing that movie because it was a character that I really understood. So there's that. And then there's um, also uh, L.A. Story was great because I got to work with Steve Martin and he let me, you know, ad lib a lot. And we had a great chemistry. So... Does that so, happen? Yeah. Does that yeah. happen a lot? Where you you get to ad lib in in movies and TV shows? Or? Mm, it depends. It depends on how uh, if if the writer. I I have found that if the writer is the actor you're playing opposite, they're going to be very free. You couldn't ad lib with Noise Sauce because it's like a Swiss watch mm. that you. In fact, you know when somebody has dropped a a word because the syllables are so exacting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Mary Lou, if you don't mind, can I throw out some character names and see if you remember what show that you were that character on? Oh, sure. <laughs> now, this we've I've done this before, and you know, but nobody had that recall that you have. So <laughs> this may right. be a, a, a you know foolish thing to do. But <laughs> um, Terry Belmont, do you remember who you played, Terry? Terry. Belmont? Terry. T e r r y. Terry Belmont. Terry. Oh, God. Let's go to the next one. Let me think about that one. Terry okay. Uh, let's see. Um, just, just looking over my list here. Um, Diane Wilmington. Oh, yeah. That was on uh, That was on Who's the Boss? There you go. <laughs> with Tony Danza. Yes. Yeah, in 86, March of 86. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you really know it. <laughs> Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, I'm going to throw you a softball here. Elaine Nardo. <laughs> oh, come on. Taxi, of course. Yeah. Well, I had to throw that one out there. Just, you know, just <laughs> to give you something really easy. Uh, Vivian Ludley. Oh, that was Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, let's see here. Glennis Rucker. Uh, that was um, uh, signed, sealed, and delivered. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Jeez, you are good. That was in that was in February of 2014. I shot that. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Regina Landers. Um. Uh, was Regina? Oh man, Regina. I'll give you a clue. Oh, that was that was the uh, what you call it? Um, the my character was originally called that. Um, similar in Kiss, uh, Kiss Before Christmas, but she's going to be a Regina. It was oh, two thousand ten. Yeah. Oh, 
Rogers. Huh. Let me think about that one too. All right. <laughs> oh, Terry, was it was that um was that the first one was that uh Rocket's Red Glare? Uh, I think. No. Oh, I like this. This is a fun game because I don't usually get something. That, uh, but when I realized when it was, I will tell you the exact dates we started and everything else. Yeah. Huh. You, you want me to give you a clue on the date on the, that one, the Terry one? Terry. Sure. 1995. Sure. Oh. 1995. Oh. Yes, okay. And maybe it didn't come out then. Um That my son is innocent. Um, Terry. Huh. Anyway, keep going. Okay. <laughs> we'll just do one or two <laughs> more here. <laughs> I don't, I don't want okay. to bore you. So, uh, Pepper, yeah, Terry. Pe- Pepper McMasters. Oh. <laughs> yes, that was fun. That was on the uh, uh, um, the one, the first, the, well, it was actually the third one shot. Of party down. Yes, wow. that was so much fun. We had <laughs> such a great time on that one. Um, Aunt Evie. Who? Aunt Evie. Oh, that oh, was uh, from uh, what you call it? And uh, that was from um, the uh, um, Unforgettable. Ah, there There's you go. Unforgettable. Yeah, yeah. That was in. That was shot in September of 2011. Wow. Mm-hmm. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one more. Alice Moser. And I may not be pronouncing that right. Alice Moser. It's funny. That I've always had great success with vowel ones that have vowels, you know, like like Elaine Nardo and uh, Ava Newton. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see a vowel, I go, and like I eat a tea garden, they're always my long running ones. You know, yeah. um, that's so funny, huh? Oh, this is fun. <laughs> um, when I and it's M O S E R, just in case I'm pronouncing it wrong, too. That's Alice Moser Mosser. Oh, was that uh, what you call it? Um, Providence? Nope, nope, huh. What year was that? It's 2011, but it's a show that's still on right now. Oh, so then it was probably uh, Grey's Anatomy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because when I think about doing Grey's Anatomy or ER or any of those, it's like the characters. It was more the quality of the character than even the name. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, yeah. you remember like when you shot it and what you wore, what I wore and and all that, rather than even the character name. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. So th- mm. there are only two that that that, that have stumped you on. Um, yeah, one of them. Yeah, um, Terry and Regina. Yep. Regina, I've got to figure out. Huh. Regina was Regina Landers was in on Numbers. Oh, oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, well, I, we shot that January the sixth of two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the other one was, where was it? Oh, yes. Uh, that was, well. Terry. Uh, the actress was uh, Shepard, her last name. The actress was Shepard? The, the actress. Oh, of, in Civil Shepard, in what you call it. In, in Civil. Uh, yeah. That was August the 27th. That's funny. Oh, it's so funny because I could tell you every day of the experience. And Chuck Lorre still a friend of mine. Hmm. He was the uh, creator of it then. 
but I, you know, the character, it, it, when character names are important, that's one thing, but it's like, I remember exactly the whole experience of that week and everything else. Yeah. But yeah. The, yeah. 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 Oh, I was going to throw you a real easy one. I was going to say Molly Brown. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, it was in Titanic. Titanic. <laughs> There's many series. Many series of the Titanic. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I appreciate you doing that, and uh, it was a lot of fun to, to do that. But uh, I, I'd like to uh, remind people that uh, that you will be performing and they do not want to miss this show. Looking back, moving forward at the Arenda Theater on March 6th at 5 p.m. at the Arenda Theater in Arenda, California, right in the Bay Area of San Francisco, and take the bar. It goes right to the, the uh, Arenda Theater. I've said that many times because uh, a lot of people have uh, we had on the show that have performed there. And... Um, it's you know it, it's going to be a great show. I, I just can't say enough about it. I'm sure. Oh yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's funny, uh, you know, thinking about these characters. So you you were more in my TV characters than any of the movie characters. Yes. Because it's been over. Yeah. Because it's been over a hundred and twenty appearances of characters and movies and everything else. So yeah. Well, I tried. To, I was more in the movies. Yeah. I, I tried That's to okay. pick the ones that were. You know, not the obvious ones that, you know, you were, other right. than, you know, uh, <laughs> Taxi, of course. <laughs> but the ones yeah. that would really test you, you know, the ones you probably just had a, a sure. small, small role in the name was probably not even given that much. Yeah, the name wasn't, that was never significant. Sometimes they change the name anyway, because then they don't get the same clearance or whatever. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, but I remember, I mean, it was great to do not, I shot numbers right after I had done the 60 Minutes. It didn't air. The 60 Minutes didn't air for an entire year. We shot it in 2009, and then they showed it in 2010. But it was right after I shot it in December of 2009 that that I did numbers. Oh, yeah. So and I was telling everybody about it. And was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be on soon. But then they didn't show it until December 19th hmm. of that year. Wow. 2010. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mary Lou, I want to finish oh. up with one final question. Okay. And people tell me this is the toughest one. So, uh oh. <laughs> but the toughest question would be who's my favorite child of my two? Oh, okay, it's not that. <laughs> yeah. But when you sit Equally back, but different. Yeah. When you sit mm -hmm. back and relax, what's your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Mm, it's not that difficult. Um, well, I'm excited about. Mrs. Maisel dropping, so that's going to be fun to watch. Oh, yes. Because yeah. I love that, and I've got friends in that. Um, I always loved Friends. Friends, I think, is just perfection. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a lot of the same people that worked on Evening Shade. I'm not even – Evening Shade and uh, Taxi, of course. The people, same people who worked on Taxi worked on Friends, which is cool. And then, um, like Jimmy Burroughs. Um, but also, uh, I love um, – I love Singing in the Rain. I was brought up on musicals, mm -hmm. a lot of great musicals. But Singing in the Rain and Two for the Road, um, I love that movie, all the Godfather series, uh, Silver Linings Playbook. I have a lot of favorites. Yeah. So recently, I don't, I don't know that anybody, anything is really, I mean, I love the new West Side Story. I, I really enjoyed that. Mike Feist was, was totally robbed of uh, an Academy Award nomination. Mm -hmm. And Ariana DeBose is a friend, so I know her. I'm thrilled for her. And um, she and I were both on Broadway at the same time recently and ended up doing, like, a lot of the same publicity things. And so, um, yeah. Mm. Um, 
I guess that's a, that's okay. my list lately. <laughs> All right. Well, Mary Lou, I, I I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to talk to with us, and uh, and you know I wish you so much luck at the Rinda Theater. Thank you. And uh, it's it's just so so great to have you on the show. I appreciate Thanks. it very very thank much. You. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you. Take care, and I hope everybody comes out and sees the show. Mary Lou Henner, want to thank her so much for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. So great to hear her again because, uh, you know, she's on all these TV shows in, in the past. And, of course, even now with the Tea Garden Mysteries there. And it's just, you know, just so much that she does. And don't forget to catch her on March 6th. That's a Sunday at 5 p.m. She'll be performing a one-woman show, Looking Back, Moving Forward. And that's going to be at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California, the Bay Area of San Francisco, just take the bar, get out there, and it's uh, Mary Lou Henner. It's it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a lot of fun, and she's a wonderful person, so we'll be sure to check that out. And uh, once again, uh, we are just moving along with all the interviews we have. We just So many are just coming through, and that's because of you listening to On Screen and Beyond, telling friends about On Screen and Beyond, dr- uh, downloading Uh, getting more things down, you know, uh, all that stuff you do. uh, We appreciate it so much, and it helps us to get more people on here, and uh, it's just been fantastic, and we'll continue to do that as long as you help us out. Can't do it without you. So uh, appreciate it uh, if you can tell friends and, you know, get, get the word out and get more people listening and downloading and everything like that. Subscribe. That's probably the best thing to do. That way you get every episode as they are released and you don't have to go looking for them and everything. So uh, uh, it's just an easier way to do it. Uh, whichever podcast uh, provider you're doing, it doesn't make any difference, uh, whether it's uh, Apple or Amazon or Google or uh, Stitcher or any of those, iHeart, uh, that they're you can do that on all of them, and you can automatically get the episode as soon as it comes out, our Sunday night episode, and also, and we, you know, lately we've been having quite a few of uh, special episodes that are coming out during the week, and uh, that's just a good way to do it. So uh, go ahead and subscribe. doesn't cost anything, you, you know, and you automatically get it downloaded. Oh, and I wanted to thank you once again for all of you. Uh, the, uh, the, I didn't even know about it, like I had said last week, but uh, uh, the podcast magazine uh, I think they call it the Hot Podcast Hot 50. Uh, we are now uh, number 44 as we enter the charts, and uh, that's that's great. I mean, that's that's amazing. And uh, if you would like to uh, see if we can rise up the charts, uh, you can go and vote for us, and you can do that actually every day, and you can go there. They only let you do it once a day, and uh, it's at Podcast Magazine. Dot com and go to the Hot 50, I think they call it, and then uh, you can vote there. So we appreciate that. Uh, you know, I mean, that was a big surprise. And um, let's see if we can move up the charts. So uh, <laughs> if you can do that, that would be great. So that's it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. We have another amazing guest coming your way next Sunday. So get ready for that. And it has to do with a new TV show. Well, not a new TV show, but a current TV show that is out and uh, it's coming back. So, uh, you know, after the the breaks that they take nowadays. So uh, that's, uh, you know, going to be a fun, fun interview. So get ready for that. It's coming up next Sunday. So I hope you'll join us. Hope you have a great week. Until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.